Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, I have a cold right now, as people can probably tell. I feel like this is like the third episode of this show where I have had a cold, and not in sequence, just like throughout the interview of the show. I you, cold you go more. through cycles. I think uh, I think we should get nominated for like most sickly podcasts. Are you something. taking Are you taking vitamins? I am taking. I mean, yeah, all, all the time, or just when I have a cold? Like all the time. No. That's a mistake. I drink a lot of orange juice. Okay, that might help. I don't know. My my parents are big vitamin pushers. Oh, you're fucking drug peddlers over here. Yeah, you know? Trying to sell me on your wares. Who okay. wrote this episode? <laughs> oh, uh, so normally we thank Alex Machina. Well, I was going to get to that. I wasn't I wasn't forgetting Alex Machina of Slackery.com. Okay. Who did our theme song, which is great. But you know who wrote this episode? Who did? And, you know, we didn't even say the name of this episode. Who it is? Uh, this is the f- eighth episode of the fifth season Entitled App Development and Condiments. Yes. Uh, it was written by Jordan Bloom and Parker D.A. Oh, so those guys wrote the episode. Yeah, it's like Bialystok and Bloom, except D.A. and Bloom. Okay. You said that with the straightest face I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I wanted. To, I, w- I was waiting for you to build. Okay. You didn't yes and me. So, you know, I'm, I'm the sorry. king of the no period. That's my improv style. <laughs> Not even no but, the no period. <laughs> Ow. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've been watching some Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> as you might have been able to tell by that laugh. Uh, what happens in this episode, though? Uh, chaos. <laughs> Yet also control. Yes. Just like, uh, what were the, what was the show where those were the two, uh, the two factions? Dun, 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 dun. I'm doing a terrible version of the Get Smarts theme song. Yeah, that was that, right? Yeah. I was like 80% sure it was Get Smart. Didn't Con- want to take a risk. Control was spelled with a K. I knew that. And chaos so was, chaos. was also with a K. Yes. K-A-O-S. K and no H. Yeah. Do you... Okay, we're gonna, we're getting sidetracked already. Yeah. <laughs> but did you ever play Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? Um, Perhaps. It was a cool game. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the later Sonic games. I don't yeah. know. Maybe this is poorly reviewed. And I'm the only one that likes it, but it was a big game for me and my and my friends when it came out. This was a GameCube game. Yeah. And uh, part of the game, like a little side thing going on, was you could collect these little creatures that were called cows. Cows. Well, that's how you're saying it. Yeah. I didn't know exactly how to. In my mind, my younger self said it that way. I said chows. That's that's probably more. Correct. It was spelled chaos though. Yeah, except one of them singular was just C H A O. Yeah, like and a, who knows like a how? Chow. how uh, yeah, which is why I called them chows. Uh-huh. But uh, that has always bothered me that I don't know I don't know who slept on, on on naming those for the English version, and why they were called uh, a word that when plural is another word. Yeah, I think I only ever played the uh, Dreamcast version. I don't think there was a Dreamcast version. I think the the Sonic Adventure 1 had a Dreamcast version. I think 2 only had you think, a... You think 1 didn't have the 
Chows? I don't think one did have. I think maybe they were part of it, but it wasn't as big a thing. Huh. Oh, no, there was a, a Dreamcast version of two. Huh. Yeah, it was big That's on my Dreamcast. Yeah, it was. this was definitely a, a, a GameCube one for me. All right. <laughs> so back to this episode. Chaos. Well, here's the thing. Because there was also <laughs> oh, sorry. part of the game was this big, the big thing that uh, Dr. Uh, Robotnik was trying to make mm-hmm. involved the Chaos Emeralds, which yeah. was definitely chaos. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But spelled the same way. Get your shit together, Sonic. Yeah, maybe those little creatures had something to do with the emeralds. Maybe singular they're just supposed to be pronounced chaos. Oh, there's a singular chaos over there. That's a new idea. Uh, you know, I don't know. This was the introduction of Shadow, though. So. Oh, sure. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, but this is not Shut Up Tales. Let's move on with, uh, with, with the podcast at hand. Good what call. happens in this episode? All right, so um, Greendale becomes uh, the, the, the testing ground for a new app where you can rate people. Or, am I doing an overview? Is that what's happening? Yes, apologies if you hear me uh, coughing or blowing windows in the background. That will happen throughout this episode. All right, so this app for rating people is called Meow Meow Beans. Uh, what happens is when you rate someone, uh, their, their meow, meow Meow rating changes uh, up to five you can give someone up to five, and yeah. so it's like an average. Yes. Uh, but then they find out later on, like, if you have more Meow Meow Beans, your scores are weighted differently and yes. stuff like that. And so basically, as per usual on the campus, uh, this idea takes over, and in a week, uh, they've Eight completely days. changed... More than a week. It, it was day two, everything was still kind of normal. Yeah. That's true. So, so by day eight, it was a week later... <laughs> And We're everything had gone to shit. When we get to it. Um, <laughs> uh, but everything yeah. looked like a crazy futuristic version of the world. Yeah, with Logan's Run, I would say, is one of the big influences on this episode. I haven't seen it, I'm sorry. You know, it's kind of... Uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> it was Michael Caine, so... Nope, nope it's wrong uh, one. What's his name? Basil Exposition. Michael Nigel... York. Michael York. Michael... Michael York. Nigel. I've said it three times. <laughs> well, he now played. he's going to appear in Michael York. Thank you. You know what? You know, we can, we can, you can <laughs> shit on the Austin Powers movies all day, but the fact that that character's name was Basil Exposition was a funny joke, and I don't care what anyone says. I love number two. Uh, I like the first one a lot still. I'm no, I mean, I'm saying number two, the character. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the second movie. No. Uh, anyway. Especially because he was played by... Uh, uh, well, there goes all the names that I've ever known out of my head. Uh, what? Number two was what's his name? Shit. Exactly. We're going to put a pin in that. Uh, Robert uh, Wagner played the old one. There it is. And the young one was played by Mr. Parks and Rec leaving. Rob Lowe? Yep. Yep, correct. And that's beautiful. Yes. That's gorgeous. It was That's nice. That's great casting. It was. But we're getting wildly off traffic. And off I always, and once I found it, once I rewatched Thunderball, I love the reference. Because Largo was number two. Yeah. And he wore an eye patch. You know what happened in my head when I was trying to remember the character's name and why I didn't say anything because I knew it was incorrect? Yeah. You said number two. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey, Jonathan Frakes in an eye patch. That's all I was seeing. All right. Uh, episode? Logan's Run. Well, uh, I want to wrap that up real quick. Okay. It's, you don't need to see it. It's like the look of it is kind of really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're, they're like the general idea could have made an okay movie, but the movie itself is that. Okay. 
but yeah, uh, it's it's just any kind of dystopian future. Yes. Film where people are rated based on ar- arbitrary whatever. But I will say one of the one of the things I, I especially like is the look of it. This episode, which feels very Logan's Runny, mm-hmm. which was the, the best part about Logan's Run. So there, that is. All right. Uh, so yeah, do you want to start it at the top now? Yeah, I will say that I loved this episode. Just to just to say that it's a lot this of fun. Was, this this might yeah. be my favorite one this season. I really enjoyed this. I'd have to do a critical review, but and I'm not saying it definitely yeah. is. I'm just saying it's definitely up there this season. It's a good one, and it has good good guest stars. <laughs> oh yeah, this is star studded. I wrote them all down to make sure I wouldn't forget any. Should we just go through those right now? Oh yeah. So we got Steve Agee, uh-huh. Brian Posehn, uh-huh. together again. Not not seen since the Sarah Silverman program. Some would say. <laughs> Uh, Mitch Hurwitz is there, creator yeah. of Rest Development, uh, here as an actor. I always like when he turns up as an actor because he's a really funny guy. Where else has he appeared as an actor? Uh, Workaholics or no Crawl Show on, and also Workaholics. I don't know why I said no to Workaholics. He, was, he did an episode of that, and he was on an wow. episode of Crawl Show. Okay, he featured in the ice dating segment on Crawl Show, which is a great show. You should check it out. Um, it's always great to see him. We had a little trade because Dan Harmon showed up on Arrested Development as an actor in this last season. Yep. We'll exchange there. Tim and Eric both showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with them, the great Jen Kirkman, who I recognized and you did not. Nope. Well, you sort of did. You knew it was a person. But you I didn't knew know it was a person, yeah. Yeah. All I, great. I've probably heard her voice on a podcast. She's been on, she, she does the podcast. And she has her own podcast, which is called I Seem Fun. And it's very funny. Okay. I'm tossing, I'm handing the ball over right. to you. <laughs> so the first thing I wrote down, I love that Hickey is reading the Gazette Journal Mirror. Yes. And that they're right. back together again. Yeah. <laughs> following the Ass Crack Bandits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Denouement. Yeah, they, they've come back together. They've come back together. Um, there's, a, there's a moment here. Uh, they're in the study room. Uh, meeting of the same Greendale committee where they've just decided to uh, put grass on the soccer field. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. It comes up that there's a dinner being planned and Shirley was not invited, but only because it's on Tuesday night and Jeff knows that Shirley wouldn't be able to make it because that's when her son has karate. Um, and then there's a moment here where, where Jeff calls her out for manipulating people and guilting people. Yeah. Um, and he says, you're doing it right now with your face. And she says, you don't like my face? And I love Hickey's genuine shock at, at, at Jeff not liking her face. I, he, he, For someone who's like the cynical cop, he really falls into Shirley's guilt, like I feel, in this moment in a way that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I didn't note it, but I like that Chang joined in the awing. Yeah. 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 He, he really, uh, he's assimilated. I feel like Chang will just jump on any chance to shit on anyone. <laughs> like literally anytime <laughs> someone is being shamed, Chang will join in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when uh, Steve Edgy and Brian Bussang show up because uh, they're testing the they're the developers that are testing the app which is called Meow Meow Beans mm-hmm. which I think is is um, to, to bring some Harmontown knowledge into this I think this might be inspired by Dan Harmon's uh, heavy use of Uber these days I'm seeing connections there you think? I, I do think because Uber part of Uber is you rate the drivers but the drivers can also rate you oh. which is the thing they mentioned here is you, you can rate your teachers and your teachers can rate you okay and it's also I think I think that might have a weight we talked after about if, if Yelp had weighted uh, reviews like the, yeah. they do of this episode I think that might be an Uber thing actually oh. that's something yeah so I think there's that connection um so then uh, it's in the hallway. This app is being tested now, and it's all right. This is day one. Oh, I have a I have another note from <coughs> this, Excuse me. Uh, Go ahead. The, there's a joke that 
uh, I don't know if you appreciated it. You didn't laugh at it. Okay. And I don't know if it's pinpointing something particular here. Um, uh, the the two characters, the Steve A. G. character. Yeah. Right. Mentions that the Meow Meow Beans app works on any standard non-boost mobile phone. Yeah. Is that like they're saying that they can't say iPhone? Uh, or what? I, I I figured that was some kind of legalese, but I didn't know exactly what it meant. Uh huh. But you but you did did you also not get this joke because you seemed like it seemed like this was a joke you liked that I didn't laugh at. But it seemed are you saying that you didn't understand it either? Uh, I think it's a it could be a clever joke, but I'm just not sure what I, I don't know what something... boost mobile means. Yeah, see, uh, we're both that's where the joke gets, luddites. That's apparently. where the joke dies. Uh, I don't think it is a joke. I think it is just legalese. Like they okay. can't say they can't say iPhone. They can't say Android. Yeah. Um, and I think Boost Mobile is like the non-smartphone. <laughs> oh, Boost Mobile is a it's a pre. We were speaking of burners. We talked oh. a lot about burner phones. Uh, <laughs> Wait, let's not earlier. talk about how we talked about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't want to be on a list. Uh, I don't Boost, want people to know that I'm thinking about getting a burner phone. Boost Mobile is a... I didn't say you were thinking about getting one. You just said that. Well... Uh, Boost Mobile is a prepaid wireless band brand. Uh, so, yeah, prepaid code for burner. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's what that means. There you go. We figured it out, guys. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, You're talking about hallways. Yeah, you can get a Galaxy S2 with, with Boost Mobile, so you can get a smart burner. We also talked about whether or not that was possible. Okay. Um, well, only in the reference to Saul Goodman. Well, we don't really dig, we'll fully rehash our burner discussion. We were talking. We didn't know if you could get a smartphone that was a burner, and uh, according to this, you can. Solved. They're in the hallway. This is day one, but you can see things are already starting to take effect because uh, Starburns is, is sucking up to Garrett because Starburns is a two and Garrett's a three. Uh, I like to hear that Garrett is going to human rights class. That's the class that he's on his way to, <laughs> which, of course, is a little bit of a foreshadowing because those are about to be trampled upon. Yeah. Um, uh, my next one is about Hickey uh, uh, trying on the different birthday hats. Well, yeah, the frog hat. Well, I'm gonna call it. I don't because think I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the name sombrero until just now. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were trying to say that it was the same exact hat. No, but it just it, it, I immediately it, remembered. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I like that Hickey he wants to convince people that it's his birthday, and he doesn't immediately go for the birthday hat. <laughs> He's like, yeah, maybe a sombrero will do. A mini sombrero. Will I don't do know. The maybe trick. I think he didn't land on birthday until until he moved to the party hat but i think he would he was trying some because he thought a funny hat will make me likable yeah. and then he said he saw the birthday hat okay that's interesting yeah i thought maybe he was like i i'm i'm gonna sell this birthday story maybe an unconventional birthday hat is where i is the direction i want to go uh-huh um, which i still think is possible because it was a mini sombrero and not a regular sombrero all right uh but we'll never know and you know what i like the joke either way yeah uh so then, um, <coughs> so, sorry, I had to cough. Um, my next note is about uh, they're in the cafeteria. Uh, I don't have a note there. Okay. My next note is when Jeff is with the bros. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, Annie and, and, and uh, Britta and, and Jeff are in the cafeteria talking about meow meow beans. Uh, this is where we're introduced to the, to the idea that uh, when Britta has mustard on her face, she is uh, more influential. People want to listen to her more. Yep. Uh, which is a running thing throughout the episode. That's why condiments is in the episode title. And um, and then uh, Shirley comes in, and this is where we first learn that Shirley is a five. 
And uh, which means she has power. Yes, and she's a five because according to Annie, she's nice. Mm-hmm. Which Jeff says bullshit. She's not nice. <laughs> and we see this very sort of sad, sad, terrifying public execution of Vicky <laughs> when uh, uh, Vicky and Shirley pass each other in the cafeteria. Uh, Shirley says, "Oh, nice shirt, Vicky." Vicky gives her then a four star Meow Meow Beans rating. Mm-hmm. At which point Shirley does some classic guilting. She says, "Oh, four. Vicky gave me a four. I love it." And then just everyone around them just downvotes Vicky, and, and it's just a a, a, just a a gang shooting almost. Just uh, Shirley plants the seed on Vicky, and everyone instantly attacks it, which was which was a nice little a nicely executed moment, I would say. Yep. Uh. And so this is what Jeff gets into his head to destroy Shirley from the inside. And, and this is where Annie gets into her head to get in Shirley's good side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she starts sucking up to Shirley. This is going to be her assistant. Uh-huh. And uh, Jeff decides to join Meow Meow Beans, which he had not done, mm-hmm. so that he could destroy Shirley. Because he thought it was dumb. Yes. Do you think... So he 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 actually thought it was dumb. Yes. He wasn't just resisting it because he he didn't want to have to work in this new system. He's already kind of a top dog in the old system. Yeah, I think he he actually thought it was dumb. Okay. Because then when he saw that it could be used for power, that's when he wanted to get in. Okay. You didn't think he he saw getting in as only a way of getting back at Shirley? I think that's what he told other people and what he maybe even told himself. Mm -hmm. But I think at the end of the day, as we learned by the end of the episode, what he really wanted was power. Yeah. Do you really think that was his end goal? Uh, uh, to get power? You don't think once he once he becomes a f- five, he didn't mean to just unseat Shirley? Yeah, unseat Shirley and take her place. Okay. Yeah. And not just disrupt the whole system, just not take a, her place? No. Okay. I think that became his goal in the end. Huh. Okay. Uh, but I, I think, I think, I think the moment when he, he kind of admitted to himself that he was just going for power was, was when he did his stand-up set at the talent show. <laughs> which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, with the bros. Bros, oh, excuse me. I timed my yawn badly. So, um, Jeff, in his uh, beginning of his quest to get some yum yum beans, he um, dons a, a backwards cap and a and a pair of uh, sunglasses so that he can blend in with uh, the bros. Uh, so we we catch the tail end of him telling them some kind of conquest story. Yeah. <laughs> We're two cups down, and uh, that means tops off and bottoms up. Whatever he said. Something like that. Oh man! And then he and then he's uh, he he's saying goodbye to all the bros yeah. using their different nicknames. Yeah. my favorite the... of the bunch is Catwoman. Yes, I agree. <laughs> the best. Uh, that's a great nickname. And I feel like that a, bit could have gone on bro. for five minutes, and I would have laughed. Yeah. this is the entire time. We've talked about our mutual hatred for a movie that I haven't even seen, but you have seen and didn't like, and that movie is Ted. Oh um, God! There's that joke in the trailer where he's listing off all the trashy girls' name. I feel like this is a successful version of that joke. Yeah, because it's it's, it's taking on a target that deserves it instead of like oh sluts, right? <laughs> Was the Ted joke? <laughs> yeah. No, and this one I also think the, the it it is it's making fun of those nicknames and then also kind of celebrating. <laughs> yeah, it's celebrating like celebrating the absurdity of them. Yeah, it's not a lot of these are not real nicknames. Yeah. Catwoman. That's yeah, not. Catwoman. And one of them was Mulch. Although like, I would be I would be happy to have Catwoman as a nickname <laughs> or as a friend. Yeah. Okay. Either way. 
um, but yeah, and he, he also, ends it with the the most obvious statement: "Women are objects." Yeah. <laughs> he also says he says a sort of catchphrase just before "women are objects," which is "keep it floppy." Which <laughs> I'm, what does that refer to? I think that's a, a taking off of fat dog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like the ears are floppy on the fat dog. Mm, okay. You don't think it's more just a general loose and relaxed? Or maybe to take it super sexual. Keep it always as if you had just had sex and are therefore no longer erect. I, I don't want to get into a conversation <laughs> about that right now with you. But we're going to talk about that off Are air. you saying that boners don't get floppy after sex? <laughs> we're going to talk about that off air. <laughs> after ejaculation? We're going to talk about that off air. Okay. I don't have, I don't know where to go now. <laughs> Google uh, That's my next note. What's your next note? Cooler. Oh, well, we jump to the, we jump from two days to eight days next, which I think is a really great, uh, uh, jump because at two days we see the, the, just the beginning of the influence. We, you know, the fives control the air conditioning it's mentioned. And then we cut right to the, the horrible, horrible result of the fives taking over. You know, just when it's starting to see, that's when that's when it skips over to the the stuff we don't need to see to the to the cut to. I think it was a really smart jump, and that's where we meet Coogler. Yeah. Oh well, and and you gotta love the uh, the weird tray of futuristic <laughs> yeah, future sci-fi snacks <laughs> that Starburns is bringing in. Yeah, uh, drink uh, drinks and beakers and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's suddenly wearing the weird togas and yeah. future clothes. Yeah. 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 That's good stuff. Absolutely bizarre. They've got this weird that's set up in, in this, I think it was, was that the study room where they were set up? You know, probably. The study room with the table taken out? Because study room is the power play. Yeah, because when they, when they drop yeah. the drape, you see that's the view of the library yeah. that they have. Um, and they, the setup there is like uh, kind of sparse, white everywhere, just like marble statues. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love the weird, they had like a marble bust, like a Greek-Roman <laughs> yeah. head just in their room. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh, boy. Um, uh, okay, so do you have any notes besides that this is when we meet Coogler? No. Okay, Coogler's been Charwood's character, great. just for, if you're for some reason listening to this but didn't watch the episode. Um, so then we're in the hallway, this is where Tim and Eric show up. Um, that's also great. Yeah, Britta is, is part of this sort of uh, resistance movement, apparently. That I guess Starburns is also part of because he's text. He he brought the snacks in, and he texts her from inside the five layer about the talent show, which they have just decided is going to happen. There's going to be a talent show, and uh, whoever wins gets to be a five. Um, and then she's caught by Tim and Eric and Jen Kirkman for being in an area that that uh, I think she's a two at this point. Twos are not allowed to be in. Yeah, only there, fours. Yeah, there was a sign on the wall that said four is only past this part. Yeah. Um, so Jeff uh, rescues her. He says, oh, I will take her to the common area. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't recognize him because he's, he's only recently been made of four. He's new beans. He's new beans, they say. That's my note. <laughs> because I'm like, at the eight days in, a green doll already has discrimination, not against, not just against different numbers, but new beans versus old beans. <laughs> That's already a concept that exists within eight days, which I think is terrific. Uh, my next note isn't until the um, the actual talent show. You know, uh, uh, oh, what what is your what is your talent show note? Uh, I, I, I have one, and then I thought of similar one. to the new beans versus old beans thing. Uh, stereotypes about uh, different numbers. Have oh, mine's also before that. Like uh, twos love apples. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the we see that man with the stick. I don't remember what that thing is called. Spirit stick. Oh yeah. Uh, part of the talent show and yeah. then uh, 
apparently the Shirley didn't like him, so everyone else follows Shirley's lead and gives him a one. Yeah. Um, that's the the first writer's name, Jordan Bloom. Yes. Is the because it shows on the big screen yes. the name. Uh, and then two security guards come in, and one of them fails at giving a good pronouncement of his taking away the that man. Yeah. And so they all put him down to a one, and that's well. the other writer's name. Yeah. So the two writers get featured as the, the ones at the talent show. Yes. Here's a question. Uh, what do you think the Dean is? A four? I think he's a three. You think he's a three? Yeah, I don't see. I don't he see looks dre- he, well, threes had the Brita outfit. That's true, but and the I dean think was dressed like more like Annie. He's Annie's a, a four. He's a house three. If you get my trick. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for that statement. <laughs> He's a house three. <laughs> He's a four. <laughs> Maybe he's a four. He's dressed as a four. Yeah. And he, he certainly has, like, the administerial look of Annie. He has, like, the headphone, I think. Yeah. Uh, and he's running the talent show, more or less. Yes. Um, but I also think it's funny that he, um, the dean recognizes that he is a four. Like, he, he was the dean. Yeah. But he, he doesn't want to be a five. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not aspiring. Yeah. He's just, like, he's running this and he's happy. Sounds like a three attitude to me. <laughs> <laughs> What was the rhyme? <laughs> do you remember? Oh, uh, fives have lives, fours do chores. Yeah, he do, he was doing chores. Threes, I forget what threes were. I forget what threes and twos were. Ones were nothing because they're absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's a so this happens. Jeff does his stand up set, which is like great kind of cheesy stand up of like uh, stereotypes of two. He does like character, which I believe is a Dan Harmon character of the, the Tommy Toluca. What was his name? The, the Jersey guy who in this who was repurposed as a number two guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was a Harmontown creation. Yeah, I, th- I, you, I think you're right. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Where yeah. where he would do his new his, Harmon was doing like a man on the street kind of thing. Like, yeah. oh, let's go out. Out. Talk I think to it's Tommy like his. Toluca. I think it's like his go-to man on the street voice. Yeah, I think that's where it worked. And it was like he was a jackhammer guy too. Remember? <laughs> well, yeah, that was, was like the whole running thing gag. with the jackhammer guy who then had a thing with his father. Yeah, <laughs> I, I believe a butthole was jackhammered at one point. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so he does this. Crowd goes nuts. They love it. Shirley is about to just take her power play and vote him to one when um. Coogler stands up and says, the Coog approves. That's a five. Um, and then my next note is also about Coogler, who um, uh, I'm going to briefly jump ahead, then we can jump back to after Jeff and uh, Shirley have been downgraded to ones. Coogler <clears throat> uh-huh. um, has a whole thing where he's like, you know, set your tray tables to party because Captain Coogler says it's time for this. Uh, I like that Coogler was like, seemingly constantly trying to start catchphrases about himself but never really sticking with them like he has all these one-off catchphrases throughout the show which i well, i really liked about that character yeah he uh because that is cool because he has catchphrases and yet he's not desperate he he, he walked that line it was very nice <laughs> but i have no more notes oh really you're done yeah well let's get back jeff had been he got he became a five through the talent show uh shirley was then already working to manipulate the others to kick him out Jeff called him out. Uh, others didn't like the uh, the not niceness of it all, and voted them as down to down to one star, one meow meow, one bean. What's the what's the actual unit? Probably a bean. It's a meow. They definitely say it a lot. I oh, think really? it's a meow. Who knows? Well, we've got bad memories. 
Um, uh, okay, so then they get kicked out. They have he he has his kind of winger speech with Shirley in the in the really destroyed area in front of the school. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Britta has has started a revolution. Uh, she has gained influence by spreading mustard on her face and started a revolution. Uh, there and, and making everyone a one basically. Um. So then they're having these kind of uh, these trials, you know, these classic uh, post-apocalyptic trials you see mm-hmm. in movies a lot where uh, one group is trying another for war crimes. And, um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, the Kugler had been parking in handicapped spots. <laughs> yes. And he <laughs> says, well, that's just a Kugler style. <laughs> there Not is. even a five thing. It's just, he's like. That's just a Kugler thing. It's a Kugler thing. Um, so then Jeff comes in and he reveals the app has given itself five stars, even though it's outside the system. Um I like there's this there's something here where the be- they say the beta test has ended already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which uh, what kind of heartless corporation owns Meow Meow Beans? Where this was their beta test, where they ran a school into ruin, started fires. Like yeah, it's still good to go to market. It's effective. Uh, I mean yeah. <laughs> Very effective. A little, I just like that you know little little note. This <laughs> corporation is apparently evil. As, well, the corporation as, is called Jammy Pow. Yeah. So look out for Jammy Pow. Yeah. Don't download their apps. Because they'll also sell your information to spammers, as Jeff points out. Uh-huh. Um, hey, that's all. That's all I got. Note wise, he convinces everyone to delete the app. They do, yeah. but he loses power. Yep. And then the dean says, "Well, let's all just forget that ever happens." Yeah. <laughs> Pretty um, great. Yeah. And then the tag, which is really fantastic. The tag is fantastic and mind bending because it's going to be hard to score for the community fantasy league. <laughs> But the tag is a trailer for a eighties uh, college comedy called Coogler. Yep. Starring Mitchell D. Herwitz as Coogler. But also starring Dean Pelton and Annie Edison. Yeah, Mitch Herwitz gets credited as Coogler, but then also Dean Pelton and, and uh, Annie Edison are credited. So I don't know if this takes place in universe or out of universe. And Dan Harmon is credited for what writing? Yep, and I believe no, I think Dan Harmon directed. I think Rob Schraub wrote it because Rob Schraub's name is on there as well. Yeah. I believe. Oof. Uh, also a real person. Lots of. And then and then we have the two writers of the episodes who are both real people and characters of the episode. Yeah. And then we have the fact that the movie came out in 1984, which by my count is um, seven years before Annie was born. Yeah. And yet she's credited. See. That's why initially before that before that little end thing that said Mitchell D. Hurwitz, yeah, uh, I thought, oh, this is one of Abed's films. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Yeah, but uh, who but knows? Maybe maybe Abed was doing like a weird retro thing. It's true. He could have just made a fun trailer, and maybe he made up the name Mitchell D. Hurwitz because he That's liked the Coogler name better. We're getting into the Tommy Westfall <laughs> situations now. Yeah, plugs. Do we do this? Yep. <clears throat> I have another podcast yeah. called Nerd's Eye View, where myself, Matthew Esposito, yeah. and Jordan Scott, and sometimes Thomas Willett, sometimes Matt Benson over there, yep, yep. talk about movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Every week we review a new film. Uh, next week, it's going to be Lego Movie. Uh... I know it's not specifically new. Oh, oh we got a dog. There's a dog trying to climb dog on Andrew's lap. It was right having some way. trouble. All right. Uh, I know the Lego movie's not really new, but we were what? doing a lot of Fuck Oscar you, stuff. Audience. We're doing a lot of Oscar stuff. So now let's <laughs> catch up with a with a big movie. Yeah. Um, we wanted to do Grand Budapest Hotel, but that's in limited release. 
So, uh, yeah. So next time, baby. <laughs> next time. Uh, <laughs> that's nevpodcast.com or benvnetwork.com slash nev. Um, check it out. It's on iTunes. Rate it. Review it. It's on Twitter at nevpodcast. Uh, we're, we're doing some stuff on Facebook probably. So yep. get on that. Do all that. Go to bedviewnetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there. Excuse me. That wasn't even cold related. That was a burp that I just had to excuse myself for. Um, there's a, You can check out uh, the other shows that I host are Benson's Boombox. It's on hiatus, but it's a sketch comedy show. Going to come back soon and good. Popsicles, where we talk about pop culture, a lot of 90s pop culture talk. And uh, Matt and Bruno's wrestling show, where uh, we talk about wrestling. Check all those out and all the others on BenviewNetwork.com. It's a great family of podcasts. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at uh, Dr. Matt Benson. That's D-R Matt Benson. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, the show. It's at ShutUpLenPod. And you can write us an email if you want. That is ShutUpLenardPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can and should write us a review or rate us on iTunes. If you do that, you will, uh, you'll get a mention on the show. So uh, do all those good things. And go to Podcast Land. Do that as Podcastland. well. Podcastland.com. Uh, vote for us. It's real easy. Uh, there's a link in the description or just go to Podcastland.com. Search for Shut Up Leonard. Put in your email. Click vote. You get an email. You click confirm. And you voted. Every month you can vote for us again for Podcast of the Month. Yep. So if you did it back in February, it's March now. Do it again. Do it again. Idiot. Get it going. And also... Aren't you going to say something? No. What do you want me to say? Shut up, Leonard. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.